Hello footies, welcome along to Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com, bringing you leading analysis and opinion on all things Ultimate Team since 2019. We bring you two audio shows a week available on all your leading podcast platforms. Plus, it's a fully produced video show now, which you can check out over on YouTube and Spotify. Now, if you can afford to support us a little bit extra, go that little extra mile, why not consider heading over to patreon.com forward slash foot in where you get a range of benefits including joining our new loyalty program you get discord access as well as well as lots of other bits and pieces head over to patreon for all the information on that a big thank you to today's show sponsors car money we'll have a little bit on them later in the show but in the meantime a big thank you to our skybox holders over on patreon amar artium and peter Hello footies, welcome back to your latest dose of FC24 Ultimate Team Podcasting Goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. My name is Dan Wimbush. I am joined by the main man, Shack Attack. We have got so much to get into on today's show. We're going to keep going with our Bin the Points campaign. We're going to talk about the joys of evolutions. We're going to talk about why the transfer market is in flames right now. We're just going to run through all of the latest content. We've had a mini release. We've had a hundred card pack released as an SBC, the Icon Roulette is back, and so much more. Shaq, my good friend, how are you? I'm great, Wimby. How are you? Yeah, I'm not so bad, thank you. I'm running on very little sleep, thanks to uh, little people in my house deciding that they don't want to go to sleep. But apart from that, I am well. Um, For those of you who do not know, uh, myself and Shaq also do a market show for our Patreon supporters over at patreon.com forward slash foot in review, uh, where we kind of do some market analysis. We record sort of every couple of weeks. And Shaq, the question I always start those shows with is, is the market going up? Is it down or is it stable? And we're going to bring it into this show because it's very pertinent to this one. How is the market right now? It's in, it's a dumpster cluster whatever it's crazy it's literally crazy it's, it's exactly how we well I, I wouldn't say expected it to go down this quickly but it's just been going down since friday since we recorded it's just been going downhill and every single time i think this is the low point and it'll rise up literally it feels like no one is playing this game at this point in time that's how it feels like i'm not saying people are not playing people are playing but no one wants to buy any cards at the market yeah, it, it does feel a little bit ghost townish. Now, it's very hard to judge how many players are actively playing the game at any one time. However, one of the metrics that I always use, Shaq, is I look at the number of active transfer auctions that are going on because it gives a rough... I mean, of course, everyone can sell 100 cards or some people can sell technically more. But if you you know, say that everybody was selling 100 cards, for example, there's what, about 4.5 million active auctions going on at the moment? That's correct. And it's going at 37% of its maximum that it's it's recorded in EAFC 24, yeah. which shows that there is something. There's something not connecting well at this point yeah, in time. The, so the market is down. So yeah, there were 12 million, over 12 million auctions at the highest point of this game cycle so far. And it's already down below 5 million as we sit here and record this on about 10.45 on Tuesday morning. So not looking good. As you said, cards are just... You know, they're going down so quickly. I feel sorry for anybody who's had money invested in any of these cards. I was watching uh, Nate the Foot Accountant's video the other day, and he was just pointing out that, that people chat, people just don't want to buy cards at the moment. They don't want to buy it. There's no confidence in this market. Um, evolutions have given people another avenue to go down. And, of course, there's outside competition popping up. Fortnite OG is out. We can't ignore that. We saw the absolute carnage it wreaked on FIFA 18. Um, and it looks to certainly have captured the imagination. Now we've got Modern Warfare 3's campaign is out. The, uh, the multiplayer is going to be out soon as well. It's not a great time for your EA. You really need to, they really need to be uh, stepping up their game. And I don't think so far they're doing it. Absolutely not. I mean, let's, one of the examples I can pick out is, for example, Weekend League started and we have someone that wanted to try a Marcus Rashford card. I know he was out of packs just around when Weekend League started. Someone bought a Rashford card for 185k. Today, two days later, three days later, that same card is worth 115k. It's just, it, things are just dropped off. And this is why people don't want to buy any cards. And I think a lot of people have literally left the game for a short period of time just to try something new. I think, like you said, Fortnite OG is definitely doing well. And Modern Warfare is something that I'm excited about as well. And I'm not really an avid gamer. I, I play a couple of games, but not all the time, not as much as you you for sure. So yeah, that's I'm interested in playing Call of Duty as well. So there's a lot of people like 
like me, I think that I just want to try something else for a little while. This is kind of like a lull for FIFA as well because there's not much happening apart from the few things that happen with Evos, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's not a lot of action. I think even I think one of the factors that I've only just started to really think about, and one of the reasons why you know engagement might be down a little bit, and talking about a market point of view, is the the absence of ones to watch, which I didn't think. When they said it wasn't coming back, I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. No one really cares what wants to watch. But then you think about the excitement that we used to get going into a weekend if you had a ones to watch card and the amount of live cards in the game. The only live cards we've got at the moment are these Road to the Knockouts, which a lot of them have already got their plus one and the rest, are, and a lot of them are waiting for months. So there's not a lot of interest from week to week about getting them. But what EA have done, Shaq, and they continue to do. And this is why, as you heard on Friday's show with John, Ingvi, and Chris, hashtag bin the points, everybody. And if there was ever a reason why you should be bidding the points, Shaq, a 350,000 coin pack was released over the weekend. The weight on it, well, A, it was shocking, but B, Shaq, they actually properly messed this up and had to... uh, the good old, our good old friend Compensation was back again. I can't believe it. I, I firstly can't believe it. I think I saw one of the takes that we had. Um, I saw it on, on X. It was more like if people are opening these packs just to get compensated, I don't really know who's winning here. Because <laughs> you, you would, you're spending £35 to go and open a pack just to get compensation. <laughs> you're the fool at that, that, that point in time. And the thing is, the worst part, I think you and, and John Talking Foot discussed this in one of the episodes, was it's not even pay to win. If you were guaranteed some sort of return for spending £35 or £40, I, it's not possible. It's understandable. But these packs are horrendous. Clear case in point, I think every single one in the Discord's done the 100k, oh, sorry, not the 100k, the 100, um, SP, 100 pack SPC today, the Centurion's SPC. I didn't see a single promo card in any of them. I think you were the luckiest one. And by lucky, I put inverted quotes there. You got a Lewandowski. That yeah. was probably the best pull out of the whole lot. And the rest of the pulls were not even, not even fodder, not even 83 rated. This is what I don't get. Where is the pack weight? I seriously, I'm at a point where I'm really wondering the reason why the market's not feeling natural is no one's actually packing anything. It's just people, it's just cards are being put on the market. That's that's the only, only thing that can make any sense out of this. I think EA are going to have to wake up to this because... I know a lot of people will just sit and say, oh, you know, you're just whinging because you're not packing good cards. I've packed good cards here and I've got a great team. Um, I've been very lucky. But I sit there and I, I, I will watch in the evening. I'll chill out. I'll watch a bit of Orzio. I'll watch a bit of Nick. My main two, I'll watch a bit of Nep, um, Haber sometimes. And I'll watch them open and, and they power these videos, these 10, 15 minute pack opening videos. Go back and, and I for the next show, I might even do this. Go and watch them and say how many usable cards are people packing from these both the paid 350k mega pack and the you know the, the one you just alluded to the centurions sbc that we had released yesterday which was what 40 40 golds 35 silvers and 20 bronze or whatever something yeah. like that they, they're just not popping and i don't understand what ea's goal here is shack because Yes, there are people that are, well, that, unfortunately, there are people that are addicted to this game. There are also people that are very heavily invested in this game. And there's also, you know, the people that are not heavily invested in this game, but just have a lot of disposable income. So don't mind dropping money on packs. And look, everybody's free to do what they like. Obviously, if it's veering into dangerous territory, we very much advise anybody to go and, and seek help and speak to people. Don't get yourself into a position where you're, you're getting into trouble financially or mentally. But that aside, you're free to do whatever you like. But I don't understand what EA's game plan is here because I watch these and I'm like, like you said, Shaq, I'm not going to open that. It's awful. If I saw people opening these packs and they were getting like, oh my God, that guy's just got Mbappe. Oh, they've just got Centurions X, Y, and Z. Do you know what what, is, what really speaks volume, Shaq? I don't know who the top players in this promo are because I just don't see them. Exactly. Exactly. And within our Discord itself, we have a lot of people that actually post their pulls. How often do we see promo cards in those pulls? And 
I haven't seen a decent card in those pulls, a promo card I'm talking about, not a single one in, I think, from since the start of the game. The best pull we've had so far was probably Talking Foot with his Mbappe, and he deserves it, the amount of packs he's open, he deserves it. But it's just, it's ridiculous. It, it, I, don't, I don't understand the pack weight this year. It just really boggles my mind. Do you think this is deliberate or... Because I actually am leaning towards this is an accident from EA. I think where they've added so many players into the pool, I think their algorithm for determining pack pools has been messed up. And I think this was the big worry. We mentioned this on other shows. I think the player pool is just so big now that when EA program in your percentage chance of, okay, they might program in a percentage chance of, I don't know, 5% of an 84 plus. Last year, that would have given you much better chance of getting promo cards. But there's so many more 84 pluses now that almost accidentally EA have, you know, caused it so that people just aren't pulling these cards. I think we heard uh, in one of our um, other podcasts that we that we is, is in our fraternity NVFT where they were talking about how in the first couple of which is quite true. I felt this as well. The first couple of weeks when we had a major SPC that dropped, we all had enough fodder to go ahead and do those SPCs, and we were like, "Oh, we're all cashed up on SPC fodder." And all of a sudden, something switched. And since then, I don't think we're collecting fodder. Even though we're getting packs, we're all getting eighty-three plus and eighty-four this and a hundred. But we're not collecting fodder. I opened a hundred player pack today, and the, my best my best pull was Marquinhos, and that which is not even a, a ninety rated card, it's an eighty seven rated card. That was my best pull. Where and nothing above eighty four after that. Where are all where, where are all the cards going? So I think you're quite right. I think they're probably by providing a lot of eighty four plus and X Y Z all these packs, they had to drop down some of the weights, and it's skewed something. And this is why fodder's completely out of control. Well, look, you can listen to this show live as we record this. If you are a member of our Discord, again, you get that through Patreon access. Um, if you sorry, if you subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Uh, Carl's listening live. Quaders, he says, the amount of gold rare players has doubled, means it's way less guaranteed to get a special slash promo card. And yeah, exactly. I just think, I, I'm almost of the the opinion, Shaq, that I don't think it's deliberate. I don't think EA have turned down the dial. I just think they've added all these players into the pool and they've not changed the dial at all and that they actually need to readjust this because, like I say, I think there are people that, are really keen on opening packs and won't think anything of dropping 10, 20, 30 quid weekly, daily. But there will come a point where somebody opens their fifth pack. And there was a thread on Reddit the other day of someone saying, thank you, EA, your pack weight is so abysmal that I've finally <laughs> been able to leave this game. You know, I was pre he basically said I was pretty much addicted to opening packs. But I looked at what I was actually getting this year and the pack weight was so miserable. Now I don't do it. And, and I think that is something that will continue. I think, again, it's the whole, you know, fool me once, Shame on, shame on you. For me twice, shame on me. People Correct. will wake up at this point when, you know, that you say they want to do the Jude Bellingham SBC and they pay three hundred fifty k for this gigantic pack. They sit there and haven't got anything. They're like, well, why did I spend that? You're not giving people that hit, that that dopamine hit of hitting something good, getting a good card, and making them want to go back in for a pack. So, I think for their own good, they need to look at it. This is one of those effects that they won't see because at the moment, the sheer volume of these packs that they're releasing means that they'll be getting sale, 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 ching, 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 ching. And they won't realize that actually along the way, people are going, well, that's the last one I buy. That's how I think it will go. I could be wrong. Um, they will have people very much concerned and looking at these statistics because that's where they will be putting their money in this, this company. Into. It's not community engagement. They will be having the, the, you know, the bean counters very much looking at how many packs are we selling? Look at it. The, Cause they have all these days, don't they Shaq? They can see who's yep. buying packs when, um, and user behavior. So they'll be crunching those numbers. Absolutely. And I think you, you said something really profound that I didn't really think of. And that is so true is we don't even, well, me, and I don't know who's in packs anymore because I never see them anywhere unless I specifically go to the footbin and look out for the promo team and understand who's in packs because you never see them anywhere. You don't see them on Twitter. You don't see them on Discord. You don't see them on YouTube videos. So you just fall off the radar. For example, I just realized that there's a, there's a Korea card, which is yeah. true. I completely forgot about that card. Yeah, there's a Korea card, which is amazing, but not seen them anywhere. Not even seen him in the team. So who yeah. has these magical careers? I, I've not seen Musiala. I've not seen a Bomati. Uh, I've not seen a KDB. I've not seen Chiesa. 
And as we'll get into, I played a lot of FIFA last night um, for reasons that were quite unfortunate in the end. Um, we'll, we'll save that for when we need to get a bit of uh, more amusing topic in. But And that is, again, this is how why would the hashtag been the points campaign and we're pushing it as hard as we can. It's We are not against people spending their money where they want to. And if they are coming back from the game time away and they want that boost and they want, they want to spend their... If you want to spend your coins there, please go ahead, although it doesn't make great sense. But the, the more people engage with these packs and the more people open them, the, the more EA will be encouraged and will continue to go down this road. So it's pretty much it's pretty much the only leverage we have as a community because, look, we love playing football games and EA provide us a football game. You can love or hate the gameplay, but you pay your 80 or 70 pounds, whatever. And that's great. You don't have to spend those points. And it's spending those points that make EA focus less on getting you to buy the game and more on getting you to buy the pack. So just think twice before you do it. I said, that is what will change the strategy. That's the only thing. Two things are going to change the strategy. One, if there's competition that's driving users away. Or two, they're seeing a decrease in sales of either the game or their packs. So that's why we're saying bin the points to make them wake up and deliver us better content. But let's talk about something positive because one of the reasons Shaq, that the market is crashing, we touched on it earlier, is evolutions. And credit to EA because they pumped out a load of evolutions over the past couple of weeks. They are really, really fun. I've had an absolute... I never thought I'd be so engaged playing loads of squad battles. But having evoing up all my silver and bronze Reading players has actually been really fun. And I, I'm now genuinely excited every day, hoping there's a new evolution so I can get either a player boosted up um, or into, you know, into the realms of usability. How are you finding Evos? Um, and what do you kind of make of the whole thing so far? Look, I 100% I, I respect what you guys are doing. Some of the guys in the Discord are actually evolving teams that actually, that they have a fascination towards. I love that what you're doing with the Reading players. I love, I think... Um, Nick 28D on uh, YouTube. He's uh, a Leeds fan, and he constantly evolves just Leeds players, and he does. He he's very passionate about them, and it, it's good fun content, which is very different. It's no fun of everyone just evolving meta players. So I have enjoyed the evolution, but un unfortunately, the club that I support is literally in the rubbish bin. So it's really hard <laughs> for me to think about. It's really hard for me to think about evolving my own players. The other thing. There's one, look, I love the concept of evolution. I really do. But one of the things that really got me off from the start was these cards, some of them, the ones, for example, all the popular ones. Unfortunately, I support Man United for all my sins. I wanted to get a Kobe Manuel at the start of the game and thought if I had got that card, if I had access to that card initially, I probably would have gone down that road. But that card was extinct for maybe the first 10 days of FIFA. EAFC rather, first 10 days. And that cycle has repeated itself over and over again for popular cards. And it's starting to bug me a little bit. For example, yesterday, I know shock horror, I decided to do Guardiol, Hidden Secret. He's apparently really good in game. It took me 25 minutes to snipe one Guardiol. 25 minutes of my day to try and snipe a 10k coin card. Why? Why do I have to do that? I'm considering Depay. I might have to spend another 45 minutes trying to snipe him. I know I can go down the other route, but I just want access to these cards so I can get on with it, get on with playing these games. That's the part I think somehow if there's a way for them to fix those and just up the price ranges to 50k or 100k, whatever it is. Just this is it's look at the I'm looking at the popular evolution players right now on Footbin. The first five are all extinct. Completely yeah. extinct. And that's just it's 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 not workable. But having said that, positive side. I think it's a brilliant concept. I really think it's a fun concept. I think it's a um, level up last year was a really good um, example or like a test environment, like a sandpit for us, to, for, for, for EA to see what the community will do. And the community is lapping it up and it, it's fabulous. And one of the things uh, Nate the Fudakantan keeps saying on his channel, which I love, is that if the market is crashing because of W content, no problem. And I'm, I'm, I'm completely with that. If it's because of the evolutions, no problem. Point taken. We love it. No worries. Do that. Yeah. It's, I, the price points of some of these evolutions are disappointing. I understand why, because obviously with things we've seen a lot with the Lorente card, for example, if you make, gave that card to everybody for free or for the 10K that it costs to, to buy him or snipe him, the, you know, 
people's teams might get too OP too early. This does make you think, mm, is this a player we want to invest in? But for me, like, I'd love to put that Centurion's box-to-box midfielder on Charlie Savage or Ovi Azaria. And I, as much as I love evolving my Reading team, I don't want to spend... Because even spending that money doesn't get them up to usable. And it's also the other slight problem with the evolutions that we're finding is, is that certain players are being ruled out on like mm. really for really small things like, like they're plus one on physicality or something like that over i've got a yep. 77 rated tom holmes who's got 73 pace and i can't put him into this um centurion center back because his physicality is too high and i'm like that's he needs a little bit of refinement i think but overall i i loved it and and it's as i said it's made playing squad battles and friendlies and actually i've old sam smith Starts, I think, is a 66 or 67 rated silver card. Uh, three star, two star. <laughs> I think he's got like one trait. Um, and I was evolving him yesterday. Anyway, I got to my point where I'd qualified in playoffs and I thought, I'll just, I'll throw him in because I need to, I put him into the next upgrade, next Evo. And actually, it wasn't too bad. And I thought, hmm, I might actually play him. I might even take the hit on winning some games because it's just fun. I think Nep is making the point because um, he's been fully evolving his Arsenal team as well. It just makes you care that little bit less about results because you're having fun on the journey. Yeah, that is very, very, very important. I think I like your point. I think if they just tweaked uh, under 80, all requirements, all all bets are off. You can choose any card under max 80 rated. Any card is completely fine. Beautiful. People like you, Nep, they they can choose any card they like. The the even easier way of doing it, Shaq, is just cap the boosts if you're worried about a card getting too good with like physicality, for example, say like in my, in this example, I think Tom Holmes at the moment has like 87 physicality. And I think the requirement was something like max 85 at the moment. We'll just say caps up to a max 90 physicality. That's it. Yeah. And that way they can get the boost in the other areas and not get too OP. If you don't want like 99 paced players and 99 passing players, understandable, completely fine. Just do it that way. So, But this is very new. This is the first time they've done it. So I do expect them to to change things up. But look, lots to get into, including um, my embarrassing antics from last night. We are first going to hear a quick word from our sponsors. This show is sponsored by Car Money, the car finance ninjas, fighting to make cars affordable and accessible for everyone, no matter your financial situation. Nikki, the car finance ninja here, compares the top car finance lenders in both the UK and Australia to get you the best possible price so you don't have to, and they can get you approved fast. All you need to do is choose your new car and drive away happy. Get in touch with one of their friendly ninjas and start your car finance journey today. Right, Shaq, we are back. We've hardly had even time to talk about the content uh, uh, in terms of SBCs and, and release. Of course, we had the mini release out over the over the weekend. Timo Werner looks pretty interesting. He's going for 120k. Jago Jalo, always a, a popular centre-back, got good pace from Liga, and he's going for 75k. Um, otherwise, not a lot to talk about. Guadrado is at discard at 11k, as is Vargas. Um Either Werner or Jalo interest you? I think at a push, Jalo maybe because he, uh, he's I used him last year. He was pretty good, decent card. I think he he'll be a really good card if he can if, if he could have evolved this card, it would be next level. But hey, it's a decent card. Werner, I used him at the start. I considered him for an evolution as well, and I don't have a German team. I don't have a Bundesliga team, so it's really hard for me to consider Werner. But his stats look good. He's always he's always good in game. Ninety four pace. Shooting's a bit off, but hey, it's it'll do. It'll do fine, just fine. The other yeah, cards, discard. Yeah, yeah, discard. And again, we always say, and we saw this, um, a very good example of this recently um, with, was it um, Jurassic, the Bundesliga striker? Yeah, yeah, Jurassic, yeah. His, um, his Trailblazer card, which was an 84, three-star, three-star. No one thought anything of it. It was going at 10K. Suddenly became available for an evolution, and it shot up in price. So again, it's always worth picking up some of these cards, the, the lower rated promo cards. Now, I think the ones that go for discard, because say, for example, you buy Vargas at 11.5K, just have him in your club, maybe use him for the odd objective, but there might come a point where he's available for an evolution and becomes a really interesting prospect. Um, say, for example, if there was an evolution out for left midfielders, 83 rated max, and it gives you uh, a bonus on weak foot or skill moves. 
suddenly that Vargas card from an 83 suddenly looks really good um, and it might go up in price. If it doesn't and you don't need it, well, you just sell it for discard. You know, you discard it, you automatically get those 10, 11,000 coins back. So you lose absolutely nothing. So a good little tip um, for those of you. And of course, if you want more trading tips like that, again, we do our Patreon trading show to support tier and above, um, patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Uh, the other content that's been released over the weekend, I mean, Oscar Trejo, he is available, eligible, sorry, Shaq, for the Centurions upgrade um, that would boost him from an 85 to an 87 Argentinian um, play for Raul Valcano in La Liga. But even with the upgrade, ah, no, this one's not for me. He looks interesting, though. If you pack this guy untradeable, he'd be worth evolving. I, th- I mean, just for fun, he'd be worth just evolving. Just SBC, you mean, sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, yes. He's not packable. My yeah, bad. 50, 50K, 50K will cost you. Uh, that's a bit steep, isn't it? It's a bit steep. This is how far removed I am from the current content. <laughs> this was an SPC. <laughs> I, I missed oh. it as well. Um, the only pros are if you do put him through the evolution, um, which doesn't take you very long to do, um, and chuck a hunter on him, you know, he's got good oh. pace. He's got 99 agility, which is nice, that's 94 dribbling. But I mean, three star, four star. It's. <sighs> Three play styles, tick attack, a technical and flair, which are all nice, but 76 pace, even with a hunter on it, it just, nah, it's not for me. It's just, cams just in general are so hard to commit your coins to because they're so, so niche. You need, you need the technical play style plus to actually demand anything from a cam. Otherwise, it's just, oh, a five star, five star or anything like that. So, yeah, I see what you mean. It looks interesting, but when you dig in a little bit deeper, yeah, it's not just it's not beefy, it's not meaty, it's just ninety nine agility. That's pretty much yeah. Uh, forget my excitement. I don't think it's a, it's a worthy card at all. Yeah, Shaq is Shaq is one hundred percent out on that one. Um, and the only other content we had, of course, the eighty seven max icon refreshed. Much like the hero, they did change the requirements. They've lowered it down. It now costs you about one hundred k, Shaq. This is one of those where. If you have got a load of 84s and 85s, why not go for it? But we are already, what is this, two weeks since the, the original one came out. We're already at that point where the Ls are starting to stack up more than the Ws from it. That's right. I can share my LLL that I had from the Hero Pack, which is why I was quite certain of backing something good from the Cycon Pack. My Hero Pack Ls, just to share my misery with everyone, it was Dempsey. Dempsey, Kanu, and then finally Captivia. Captivia. So that's okay for pack number four. Well, this is why I was completely certain I was due some luck for the icon pack, and it didn't look very expensive. Did it, and I packed an SEN, which is decent. But the only trouble was I just had my evolution for Charm, and he just completed like a few hours before that. So you win some, you lose some. It's all right. My, uh, <laughs> my friend Steve managed to, uh, he re-rolled this and uh, ended up with his second Gianfranco Zola. Oh, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's won the lottery, but... He's won the lottery twice. Um, That's right. Oh, you, it stacks 100% the next time. Right? Yeah, exactly. So um, good stuff. I mean, yeah, look, there are still some good players. And I know you're going to talk about Michael Essien later when we come to our player and review. Of course, player and review, information review still to come and the mailbag as well. Um, I did the heroes this week. Who did I get? I got such terrible players. I don't even... Oh, I got Ollie. I got Ollie going oh, to yeah. Solskjaer. And... Somebody else so terrible, uh, Muster Boys, maybe. <laughs> well, it could have been last week. Um, I might do the Icon one again. I think I'm just about coming up to a, a jumbo rare pack from 200 Squad Battle, so I might do it. But then we do have Mo Salah, Player of the Month, on the horizon. So I, I'm tempted just to say, you know what? I got Frank Reichard out of it first time around. He's in my defense. Um, I was going to talk about him for player and review, but I'll, I'll pivot off from that but I've, I've really enjoyed him so i think i might might quit while i'm ahead yeah. on that one uh so that yeah that about wraps up content uh, we do of course have the cup but the cup is back as well um four games max a day you know the deal uh there's some xp involved so you may as well give it a go um particularly if you're in the lower divisions and not sweating it out um with the real big guns um but i i want to talk just very briefly um about my probably the biggest FIFA fail I've, I've had in my career since returning to this game three years ago. So I was playing last night, 
uh, kids in bed. Thought, great, I've got time to play. I'm going to play my playoff games. So I started playing, and it was sweaty. I, I went down 0 and 2. So I was like, great, battled back to 2 and 2. Then lost my fifth game. So I was 2 and 3. And I can't even remember what happened, Shaq, but I, I dropped my controller. And as I kind of like, you know, when you like scramble to pick it up as it's falling, I must have hit the, because I was on the like next game screen. I must have hit, I think it's like Y on my Xbox controller yep. to end yep. playoffs. So yep. I must have hit Y. And in the scramble of picking it up, I then must have pressed A and I ended my <laughs> playoffs at two and three. So I'm just literally sat there going, great. I've not qualified here. <laughs> I now... So I was like, great, I now have to go through Rivals again. And I'd already got my seven wins for the week. So I was like, great, I have to go through my Rivals games again now <laughs> in Div 4. I was sweating out in Div 4 for about two hours to get my points back um, to oh, qualify. Thankfully, they did, and we didn't mention it in the content, they have released this um, objective to get you bonus qualification points yep. through playing Rivals games. So if you are struggling to get um, your champions points, um, that is a good, good way to do it. So there's some packs in there as well. Um, so it was kind of fortuitous in a little bit of a way. But have you ever had a kind of fail moment like that, that you just sit there going, I can't believe that's just happened? Oh, a bit of it. Like last week when uh, I was playing qualifiers, I was three wins in or four wins in. Actually, I was on 19 points. And for some reason, I had a complete brain freeze. And I went to bed with four wins in, 19 points on the board because I had horrible – the first three games were absolutely horrendous. I played against some demons with demon squads, lost all three of them. Anyway, and I was on 19 points. For some reason, I said – this. I thought to myself, this is a good point to go to sleep. I went to bed, woke up the next day, had to go to work. The season refreshed. Oh, no. My wins, everything got refreshed, and I lost the whole lot. I didn't even get the packs. And that really pissed me off. It really annoyed me. I was really <laughs> upset. I was like, I, there was something niggling in my head. Just a reminder to finish playoffs and get into weekend league. But I told myself, no, let me just leave it for tomorrow so I can practice a bit more. And lo and behold, that's what happened. I also <laughs> had um, the, the, the other main, and this is less of an accidental issue, more of a skill issue. But I was doing my, my evolutions grind on squad battles yesterday and I, but by the way, the opponents in squad battles this year, all of the squads are stats. They used to give you like two really soft opponents, one like quite hard opponent and one rock hard opponent. These days, it's like one weakish squad and three like 32 chem 86 plus squads. Anyway, I picked on one of those squads and thought, I'll go into this on professional level, which is what I usually do for the juiced up squads. And I lost a game of squad battles and nothing pees me off more than losing a game of squad battles because it wastes everybody's time. Everybody is a loser, especially me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, res respect it's the AI, folks. It's hard. It's frustrating, especially when you lose that goal towards the end and you can't recover and you're scrambling trying to score that last goal to at least equalize. Oh, it's just painful. Just painful. It, it's so inconsistent as well, though, because like I said I, I will take on like – the difference between like an 85 rated squad on 31 chem and an 86 rated squad on 33 chem can sometimes be like huge. So it's really hard yep. to judge it. Um, and I also don't play with my main team in squad battles. I like to kind of, you know, I rest them. I, I don't yeah, like to yeah. play like Eto. Eto doesn't play squad battles. <laughs> that, that's, that's the Reading boys job to do it. So, and then I'm like, oh, I would have won this game easily if I had my main team. Um, <laughs> Love anyway, it. Silly things we do. Um, so yeah, let us know if you've had uh, embarrassing fail moments, um, dropping controllers, dog running away with your controller, kid tripping over the power lead, all of those kind of things. Let us know. Um, foot in review, all, uh, sorry, foot coaching for all of our socials. Loads of great content going up from gameplay tips, um, reviews, bits and pieces. So give us a follow on X, Insta, Snapchat. Um, it's great to hear from all of you. Uh, and we'll start bringing those into the show as the weeks go on. And hopefully our followers' numbers grow. Um, let's move on then to our two main features on a early week show, early, the early show from the week, is player in review. And Shaq, I teased it earlier. I know you want to talk about Michael Essien. I did. I did pack the Michael Essien. Like I said, I've used him for, I think, a good eight to ten games, which is not a huge sample size, but going off YouTube reviews, it's an eternity of, of, of gameplay. Um, look, 
It's a lovely car. Absolutely beautiful. I love his playstyle plus, which is a jockey. And he is just cream. I, I, he's beautiful. He's really nice to play with. And uh, the only thing that I wish just psychologically that he had was a medium high, but he doesn't have a medium high. He's got a high high, which is okay with. But I think he does he does the Kante role better than a Kante, if, if that makes sense. But he doesn't feel like a Kante. He, he's got some... He's got some sort of stock to him as well and he's quite nimble and yep I, I love him so far he's really good if you're trying to use a card that want you want to stay back and uh, maybe play it out from the back a little bit he's he's pretty good with his handy with his passing as well so yeah, i think overall and scored a couple of goals with him as well he's a decent card he's a really 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 fun card to, to play if with. you didn't have him untradeable would you spend half a million coins on him no Certainly, no. I would. That's, that's a steep coinage, I think, to spend out. If he had something unique like a medium-high work rate, probably yes. I think given the option between him and a Makalele, I think I would choose a Makalele. I really would because that medium-high work rate, I think psychologically just, you know, you have someone just sitting there just mopping things up as things happen. Yeah, that's what I would do. But, I mean, if you happen to back him, certainly give him a go. He's, he's, he's really usable. He's really fun. Yeah, I've got the OG Kante in the Kante role, uh, his inform, which I'm I'm still really loving. His passing's a bit meh, but I, I still love that. And I think that that card is what 100k or less. Um, 80k, can't wait. 80. Oh, good lord, um, <laughs> should be surprised in this market. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, a Centurion's card. I'm going to talk about Olga Carmona. Um, I packed her from my weekend league rewards. Um, went uh, same. I think I had the same record as you did, Shaq. I think we both went 11 and eight, um, or 11 and seven. Um, eight, yeah, I think oh, I can't remember. I can't even remember. I got 11. I was eight, and, yeah, uh, and blocked it out. Um, <laughs> got her from my rewards. She is eligible for that Centurion's upgrade, and I'm really enjoying her at left back. I've been running um, Cal Henrique as my left back for most well, since he came out in that dynamic duo. I think she is very well rounded. The only thing that lets her down is she doesn't have the whipped, whipped cross trait which is nice if you are switching the play from fullback to fullback. Their passing is good enough so that those passes do make. They're just not quite as good as Enrique. She is quicker, um, just generally more nimble. She's got some good traits. Well, in the, in the final third as well, she's got, I think she's got finesse shot as well. So she does really come in um, handy for, you know, cutting in from that left-hand side as well. So definitely recommend. I do think you need to put her through that Centurion's Evo. I did notice that the kind of weakness in general, if it was a straight up 84 versus 84, Enrique versus Carmona, I would take Enrique. Um, but I think this 86 is better. She's now going to stay in my team. I've done Jude Bellingham's Player of the Month as well. Um, Shaq, I know you've done the card as well. As a sort of a little bonus extra for player in review. For me, it's an absolute thumbs up. Really enjoying him. What about yourself? Oh, excellent. I didn't do the SVC. I actually bought the team of the week over the weekend just ah, to try okay. and my, my message was about the team of the week that I actually ah. tried. And look, the SVC is better than the team of the week. The team of the week card was impeccable. Really, is class on grass. He was so good. So I can only imagine how good the player of the month was. Just going back to Carmona, one of the things I've noticed with female fullbacks, they are amazing with a lot of things. Apart from Rolfo, I think every single one of them, uh, I think Rolfo and Karshawe are the only two ones that are, I don't know what it is about them. You can't really push them off the ball. But the rest of the female fullbacks, a little bit of bumping and shoving, and they, they seem to get off the ball a little bit. And I think I seem to um, bully my opponents in certain situations across the pitch. Is that something you, have you found with Olga, you're able to stand up and push your opponents away or are you getting bullied off the ball? bullied a little bit I mean I've dropped an anchor on her and I think that you know gives her that little bit of a, a strength boost it is difficult you know the, the, if you get against a Rafael Leal um, mm. and cards like that that do have that bit of extra physical presence um, it can be tricky but I think she I think she holds her own again maybe it's because I've been using Enrique but the, I've not noticed a problem again the pace especially when she's boosted up to an 86 um, and then with an anchor on her, it's it's absolutely f fine by me. The technical play style that she's got as well helps her kind of dribble around. Um, and she's got the intercept Actually, trait as well. She's got 86 strength with an anchor, which is brilliant. Which is And this is not even the evolved one. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's, she's 
Yeah, I like these stats. Yeah, mm, for 20k, a very, a very good left back to have. So I'll rotate her in. I said Enrico wasn't letting me down particularly, um, but I think it's that that little bit of an upgrade for me. Um, we will roll on to formation and review to close out the show, but let's dig into the mailbag. We're going to start with the main man himself, the head of foot coaching, John. He asks, why are contracts still in the game? And if they are just to fill up packs, can't I just apply all to my team to bump them to 99 and don't think about it for a while, like in the NHL games? Also, hashtag bin the points. Definitely agree with hashtag bin the points. Um, contract Shaq. Just I completely times, agree with times him. Time thing, can't they? It's completely a waste of time. I just wish there was a contract card that just gives contracts to all 11 players or all 18 players on, on in your squad, including the reserves. It's, it's just a waste of time. It's a complete pack filler that even that doesn't solve anything. We got away with fitness cards, so I don't really understand why we need contract cards. It just doesn't make sense. It, we don't need it. Yeah, but, yeah it's still here. Yeah, those fitness cards, yeah, because you used to have the individual fitness cards, and then you did have the squad fitness cards as well. Um, they should probably do so with contracts. Like It's weird to think that your manager actually impacts how many games get added to your contract as well. It's one of those little things that they never explain, but it's so irrelevant that it doesn't even matter. Um, it's just it's just a way to keep you in the menus a little bit longer and an archaic thing that I'm sure they will get rid of soon. Um, and the second question comes in from Adam. He says, gents, have I gotten worse this year or have the easy games almost been totally eradicated? And also, you know, say that team quality is more important this year than uh, – do you lads say that team quality this year is more important than ever before? Not sure if it's the impact of play styles. And finally, is this the most mentally draining FIFA we've ever had when playing extremely competitive games? P.S. That's a lot, so don't worry if you guys don't have time to get through it all. Well, let's, um, let's bite off the first thing. I think we kind of hinted at this at the very top of the show, Shaq. The casuals are dropping off on this game, aren't they? Absolutely. I haven't had this this particular weekend league. I don't think I had a single easy game. Every single game was hard fought. And even qualifying wasn't easy. Like I do remember there was a time I don't I don't expect to qualify straight away with eight and twos. I don't expect that. But I used to love and I used to love playing qualifying. Right now I sweat in qualifying. I get to weekend league. I sweat in weekend league. I, I, there, I think I messaged you over the weekend. I don't think I'm going to get six wins. I don't think I'm going to get nine wins. <laughs> it's just one of those where you're just sweating every single result. And I don't remember it being this hard. And my team's not bad. My team's pretty good. And I think I'm an average to okay player. So it's really hard. I think it's gotten really hard this year. I can't see a single casual. I, I can't remember the last time I had a breezy game where I could just do whatever I wanted. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's a coincidence that we've just seen that that um, foot champs bonus points uh, objective has come out this week. I imagine that's probably in response to EA have probably looked at the numbers of play, people playing weekend league uh, or even going through qualifiers and they're sitting there going, oh, that's not looking good because otherwise it's just a really strange objective to release. I can't remember having one um, at this stage. So yeah, I, I do think that the easy games are largely out there. Um, it's a very experienced fan base now. Um, the game obviously surged in popularity over you know, what, around FIFA 19, 20, 21, Shaq? Yep, yep. And now people have, the people that are new, were new to the game then, like myself, we're now in our third or fourth game cycle. And they've not massively changed the game. So it's a case of the people that are... Of course, you'll have new people coming in from the bottom, younger people picking up the game for the first time. And, and older people that don't... People of any age that don't have as much time to play the game. But yeah, it is it is tricky. One of the things as well, I know you talk, spoke about younger people joining the game. Out of the box, I don't think the game's really simple to just click and play. It's not that simple. It's a little bit more nuanced and complicated than, than that. So I think it might be driving some of the new people. I mean, they might just come in, open a few packs and think, oh, this is just too complicated for me. Because I know I have seasoned people like who've been playing for ages, who still are confused with all these evolutions and things, who don't really check on social media. They don't really know what's going on. They just go into the game and think, what the hell is this? Mm. So there is, I think it's not really a simple game that you can get a lot of casual base to build up a lot of casual base. But I think a lot of people like us are dropping off in the sense there's other things to do. It's getting really, as Adam's pointed out, each game is really taxing on the mind. So I think a lot of people are just thinking, I can't just go to work and come back and work again and concentrate to play a game. 
Yeah, and this is the big point about the seventy-one depth, and I know the guys had a big, big talk about this, uh, and John's been very vocal at that. Look, there are ways to beat this, and I, I agree. Uh, there are one hundred percent ways to beat this seventy-one press, but it is draining, and it isn't fun to be having to constantly switch your plan. And look, if you are a very good player, of course you can play through the middle, and that you know, it's, and Adam mentions about the quality of teams as well. If you've got a very good team as well, it makes it easier. But for the majority of players, it's they don't want to be switching the play from side to side. They don't want to be having to use their goalkeeper. They don't want to be having to sit there with a this rush of players, this three three to six man rush on them every time they got the ball because it's just that's just not fun. It's like if you were playing, you know, Warzone and every you know instead of you you know picking your moment to try and get in some engagement, you had three people running at you from all sides gunning at you, and like, yeah, there'd be ways for you to deal with that. But it's not a very relaxing experience and it's very intimidating, especially if you've had that maybe two or three games in a row. You're going to think twice about powering on again because you're like, that's not what I want to play. Yeah, I can beat it, but, you know, it's, yeah. So exactly. just finishing yeah. off, um, it, 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 team quality is more important than ever before. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I sent you. I think I sent you some rage decks last um, last qualifying when I was playing against Eusebius and Hullet and Mbappe in back to back games. And oh my goodness, those cards are insane. I don't know. I think Nishant mentioned that he gets every single game that he plays wherever he in his region. He always gets OP teams. I don't know how he deals with it. I really I struggle to deal with. I think some like these talked about the middle. I couldn't get past the middle with cards like Holland. Eusebio was really hard to deal with as well. Mbappe is, you just think you have him and he just comes out of nowhere and just scores. And no wonder he's 2.9 million because that yeah. card's a complete cheat code. So yeah, yeah these cards are just ridiculous. These cards are absolutely ridiculous. This year, especially, it's, if you have a, the better team wins. 100%, I think there's very few opportunities where the better team doesn't win in this game. I mean, Look, unless you're an exceptional player, sure you can overcome those teams. I've I've lost to really goal teams in, in, in weekend league, and you know when you see a goal team, you know this this guy is serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not. I'm going to shy away from it. Having uh, Eto has been a massive boost to me. The amount of jam that oh, yeah. guy gets um, and his positioning and his just all round game helps me massively. Um, guys saying in the chat, Carl says, champs very hard for me these days. Use your comfortable 11 to 14 win player. I'm just getting to 11 this season. And Adam, who's listening live as well, as well as uh, submitting a question to Mailbag, says, I was getting 14 pretty easily last year and fairly often 17 plus. I've scraped 14 twice. It's taken everything. Seems to get seven to nine wins easy and then lose five or six in a row mm. then win my way home. It is difficult. It is really difficult. And for those of you struggling out there, again, very much encourage you to look at all the tips and advice that we're giving yep. you over on the socials, of course, in the Discord as well. There are ways to beat it. There are ways to enjoy this game. That's why I'm sort of stressing things like evolutions. And also, I know people don't like playing squad battles, but I think squad battles are, if you are just after a, a casual football simulation without the competitiveness and you want to score some fun goals and try out cards and stuff, four-minute halves, it's a way to go. Um, it's not the way we should do. The game modes need formatting, uh, copyright inception. Um <laughs> But that's um, that's just what it is. But look, we have been on air now for about 47 minutes. Let's very, very quickly, Shaq, let's get to formation in review. And I know you want to talk about the 3-4-2-1. Yes, yeah, so this is uh, formation. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was... Hey, I've, I've upgraded from being a five-back rat. So yes. I was playing at the five, the five-three-two, and then I switched to the three-four-two-one. I saw, I think it was credit to the foot pirate on on X, and I just found his tactic. And believe it or not, Inception picked it up and did a review on it. And I thought, hmm, this could probably work with the cards I had on on, on play. And yeah, the formation was so much fun. It was a lot of fun just having the. Just I think just having Son on the left centre forward and Salah on the right centre forward, unfortunately, unfortunately, those finesse plus technical play, the finesse plus play style, ah, uh, is just goal after goal after goal. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the formation. I think if if you can get over the fact that you're playing with three centre backs, and you're actually playing your full backs in those four in the LMNRM position. Hey, it's a really fun formation if you give it a shot. And I think one of the things of these five backs, the five backs and the three backs, is you can get that switch across with the switch that we spoke about with the high uh, high depth. You can switch the ball easily and just convert those defense into attack pretty quickly. 
that's what I like about these three backs and five backs. And this particular one, you're passing it to your fullback who's pretty much ready to go. And he's got the, the right center forward, the left center forward, just ready to pass and, you know, to the finesse plus. So it's a fantastic formation. Have a look at it. Uh, look at it on um, Inception's channel as well. I think, yeah, it was, it was pretty good fun. And I think some of the other boys in the Discord have tried it as well. And yeah, it was really good. Is there any major drawbacks? The drawbacks is just getting used to the three back, I think. And also, if you need certain type of players, you need to have the finesse plus. If you don't have the finesse plus, it just you're just missing the main part of the formation in my books at least because you're getting the ball. You, you Before you get overloaded, you can just go ahead and try to take those finesse shots straight away with Salah or Son. And yeah, you need specific kind of players, even like the striker. If you can get a striker with a finesse plus, you're good, good as gold. If you get a striker that can actually pass, that makes it even better. If you get the center backs, the the wide center backs, I would get really fast ones. No slouchy, slow ones. You need to get a really fast center back. If you have a Blanc, play him in the middle. Don't play him on, on the sides. Yeah, those sorts of things. Excellent. We're going to check it out uh, if you so dare. Um, right, it does wrap up the show. I did want to get in. Uh, we don't want an extra question from uh, Talking Foot, uh, John, who joined me, of course, for last week's show. He says... How do you stop screaming at the screen? F this, F you, effing come on. What is this effing S, effing C, effing learn to defend, effing arg? Asking for a friend. John, I don't have the answer to that because I think the things my Alexa have probably heard from me as I've been sat there playing the game on my own um, are definitely not PG and definitely not make the air. I think you just have to... The best advice for anything in life, Shaq, if you know, if you don't laugh, you cry. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and on that note, let's wrap this up. Now, loads of good things going on, of course, with the show and the Discord. We've got our friendly cup going. The, the, the first edition we're running, it's since loads of people putting their games in. It's a great way to just escape the grind. It's just playing mates, having a laugh. Um, great way to get involved in that. Of course, you saw the special bonus show that we released. We're going back to Crete in May. Fantastic offer for our Patreons. Great opportunity to go there. Check out this show uh, with Marios, John, and Chris. Uh, again, you can catch it on YouTube and on the feed. Great opportunity for simply joining the Discord. Uh, you know, I'm hoping to be there. I still need to get my per my permission slip from the powers that be in my house. But uh, I'm, I'm doing my best to be there. Um, and also, of course... Again, if you do want help with the game, footcoaching.com, place to go for, you know, getting dedicated one-on-one -on -one coaching to improve your game. Loads of other good bits and pieces. Shaq, where can people follow you on social media? Shaq Attack 6285 on X and Shaq Attack on, the, on Discord. Just come and reshard whatever questions you have. Yeah, I'm at Wimby and also at Wimby86 on Twitter. Uh, you can follow my Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Wimby86. I don't really stream very much, but once or twice a month at the moment uh, while well, I've got ongoing parental woes to deal with, but hopefully I might, might pick up a bit more in the next few months. So if your support is very much appreciated. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. Thank you to everyone submitting questions into the show. Thank you to everyone who's joined, follow us on social media as well. We'll be back with a show later in the week, dealing with the new promo, uh, of which I'm not really sure what it's going to be. But in the meantime, one last thing to do, Shaq. Drop it. We're going to drop it. Drop it. You. 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 You.